And welcome to Here We Stand, the voice of the Republic and the Resistance. I'm your regular host, Kevin Annett, Eagle's strong voice. It's June the 12th, and that, of course, was one of our favorite songs, Farewell to the Crown, that fiction that claims to own Canada and lots of other Commonwealth countries. We're here every Sunday at this time for the past seven years as part of the movement to disestablish the criminal crown jurisdiction and establish the Republic of Kanata, Ganata where the people sit as one together. I'm pleased, very pleased today to have a fellow citizen of the Republic, Kevin Derbyshire, who's going to be on with me in a few minutes. He is running in the municipal elections in Newbury, Ontario, part of the 14th Congressional District of the Republic. Now, that takes in everything from basically London, or rather Woodstock, west and south, in southwest Ontario, encompassing London, Sarnia, Windsor, and I think of great significance for me personally, it's where my Annet ancestors emigrated to about 200 years ago and where they took up arms to overthrow the British crown in the aborted uprising of 1837. We stand in the tradition of our ancestors, not only because the crown is redundant and a convicted criminal body, and one man, the governor general, should not rule the country through orders in council, which is what happens, but because the blood of the innocent is on our hands as long as we're part of this criminal jurisdiction. They talk blithely about the residential school death camps and the over 60,000 children who were murdered, tortured to death over a century, 107 years. The death rate was over 30 to 50%, a genocidal rate higher than that of the death camps of Europe. And yet the people who did it get away with an apology and a bit of money. As long as we're part of that criminal jurisdiction, that blood is on our hands, and we are in no position to start talking about our rights in opposition to the COVID dictatorship. The COVID tyranny didn't come from out of the sky. It didn't drop from nowhere. It came from us. It's a continuation of that genocide that we all profited from, we all paid for, and unless we take that on, uh, we don't have claim to a new nation and even to our basic liberties. Don't forget... The Republic of Canada came out of the campaign that prosecuted Canada, its churches, the Vatican, the Crown of England for these crimes. And the same verdict that convicted Joseph Ratzinger and Elizabeth Windsor in 2013 also legally banished the Roman Catholic, Anglican, and United Churches from anywhere in Canada, in Canada. They're not allowed to operate. They have the blunt of the innocent on our hands. We have the, their hands. We have the right to occupy and seize those church properties as reparations for these crimes. That's part of the program of the Republic. That's, in fact, what people are doing more and more with the arrival of the convicted war criminal Jorge Bogolio, a.k.a. Pope Francis. In July, there will be our allies, our treated allies in the Chilcot Nation and other areas are taking direct action. So to enforce not only this, this standing verdict, but the vision of a new nation where we Wipe clean the traditions of genocide. We can't do that in the old jurisdiction. That's the whole meaning of the Republic. Um, next week, I'm going to have on Peter Yelliquil from the Anishinaabek Nation of the Ojibwe people in central Canada. And he's an ally of ours. And he's going to be talking. He made a comment to me the other day. He said he was talking about the um, all the drug trafficking and murders going on on the Long Plains Native Reservation where he works. He talked about the mass graves at the Nanette Tuberculosis Sanatorium, where he used to help bury the children. Well, people still being killed from the drug dealing. He cited one case of the chief and the two Mounties dealing the drugs and actually killing people. 
um, torturing and murdering people. This is happening as we speak. It's a continuation of the same genocide. Peter's going to be on next week, and Kevin Derbyshire today is going to be talking about what we do about it. And as a citizen of the Republic, he's going to be running in the municipal election. He's going to be talking about the program he's running on and as part of the bigger Southwest Ontario People's Assembly that's convening July 2nd on um, the, as part of the 23rd, well, tw- there's 23 congressional districts across Canada, and he's in the 14th congressional district taking on all of Southwest Ontario. And the Southwest Assembly is a chartered assembly. There'll be 12 or more people signing it into existence. It then establishes a bona fide government legislature to pass laws. All very exciting. This will be happening in July. You can see the notices at Republic of Canada, K-A-N-A-T-A, republicofcanada.org, under breaking news. And murderbydecree.com is our background. Write to us, Republic National Council, at protonmail.com. There's a lot more to say about that. We will get into that. But let me bring on Kevin, first of all, onto the show. Welcome, Kev. How are you? Hi, not too bad. Kevin, how are you? Uh, well, busy as always. It's our obligation, right, brother? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you tonight. Well, as a fellow citizen and as a fighter in the struggle, let me turn it over to you and tell the folks about what you're doing in Newbury and why you're doing it, and you know when the election is and what you plan to uh, to run on. Okay, the uh, election uh, for our municipality is in October. I, I believe it's October 24th. And, um, yeah, I decided that I was going to throw my uh, gloves into the ring and, uh, and have a go at it because I'm, I'm kind of sick and tired of uh, just the way, you know, not only our municipal, local, provincial, and federal um, politicians are, are attempting to, you know, disguise their tyranny as politicians in this country uh, and, and, you know, country, uh, basically I've been pretty upset with the way things are going. So, and even right down to the local level, like um, last year uh, when they passed all these mask mandates, um, I, I didn't wear my mask and our, our local office, uh, municipal office is also the post office. So, um, Every time I went down there without a mask, they would tell me that I, you know, I couldn't go in the building, and I, I, I had my paperwork with me. I said you're violating, you know, privacy laws, medical privacy laws, and uh, just uh, you know the Nuremberg Code and and all kinds of different stuff. But uh, nobody seems to pay attention to that stuff or, or really care. They're just taking their orders and doing what they're told without, you know, any, any thought or anything that, that would make them question, you know, what they're actually doing to their fellow citizens. So, um, well, and you've had a taste of that personally. I know that you were on before talking about how you were illegally arrested in Windsor and the whole sham of a, of a court procedure kind of assumed guilty until proven innocent. Um, I, I, like me, you've got a personal stake in this. You, the system is attacking you, and you realize it's got to be something to be done about it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and um, so I think I failed to say last time that um, the main reason I am doing this is for the seven generations after my children. So right now, you and I have a voice. 
we can go, you know, protest and go go start this republic together, and we can actually take action. But um, the the children of the future have no voice right now. So right. Um, I want them to understand what freedom is without, you know, a microchip in their head or being able to assemble peacefully or speak their mind you know, or work where they want or go in public buildings whenever they want. So, you know, it's a, it's, it, it's a long-term fight, I believe, because uh, this, you know, this is just the start. Now, they, they, they and by them, you know, it's, it's a vague definition who they are because uh, we kind of know who they are, but those are the cutouts that we get mad at, kind of, like uh, Justin right. Trudeau. So he's just, you know, one string on the, uh, on the puppeteer's, um, <laughs> you know, on the puppeteer's end. So um, if we, you know, got rid of any of these people, they're just going to pop right back up. So what you're doing, Kevin, is so important. And I realized that. I've realized that for a long time. It just took a little bit for me to, you know, have it directly affect me. And then I, uh, you know, and then now I'm taking action. So hopefully it's not too late. I don't think it is because you got to start nope. somewhere. So, um, so right, yeah, right. Once, once all these uh, crimes against humanity came right to my door, I realized that, you know, you better start doing something for these children that have zero voices right now. And they're telling us. You know, you'll own nothing by 2030 and be happy, and, and they got these long-term goals. So, so I decided um, to put, you know, put my candidacy in, and I have some ideas for this local municipality, and there's only, you know, 400-plus people in this little town. And uh, I think, you know, this could be a very good example for everybody listening tonight and who hears this program to actually be able to take action on, like, it, we can do this. You know, we are the majority. So, yeah, I, right. if you want, I can go through some of the ideas that I have yeah, and how they also incorporate. Yeah, tell us your platform. Tell yeah, us the platform so, you got. So, um, so I got uh, six things that I, I'm going to go around and talk to people about. I also want to go around town and um, see what people actually want themselves too i'm going to take a little notebook and, and a pen and and write down you know what the ideas that people have because um what i want to do is my first thing i'd like to speak to people about here is um an open and direct dem- uh, open government and dem- direct democracy so and by that i mean i would like to make a bylaw that says uh newberry citizens can uh, attend the council meetings and propose, you know, a, a logical, um, a presentable idea, and we could vote on that idea um, with everybody who attends that. And I'm hoping, you know, we get more and more and more people assembling to have their voice heard instead of just letting some, you know, somebody or five people decide what what happens to the future of their community, you know. So that's, that's right. one. I want a direct democracy with an open government where, you know, people have to attend to vote. And that, I think, will build, um, build the resources and, and the, the knowledge base that will, take, will get people to take power into their own hands. So 
The, the second thing I want here in Newberry, and I think every single community should have these because it uh, brings people together, is a community garden. You know, and, and that has to, a yep. lot to do with teaching the children, you know, and it's, it's a good metaphor for them to understand as well. Like, you plant the seed, and it's not going to, you're not going to be able to eat the, the end product that day. You have to feed it. You have to water it. You have right. to let it grow and have this idea yep. that you planted in the ground come to fruition. So, mm-hmm. it, it, and, you know, it, it can do a lot of things. We could get, donate it to, you know, whoever we want, or we could feed our own community, or it's just a great idea, I believe. So, the other thing mm-hmm. is, is um, everywhere all over Canada, and probably the whole world, is our tax rates just keep going up and going up and going up. So houses that were worth $120,000 are now worth half a million dollars. And uh, there's a, a, a group called the Mutual uh, Property Assessment Corp, MPAC, and they assess every every Canadian citizen's uh, or Ontario citizen's um, property every every year or every other year, and they determine what your property value is. Well, the local municipal government has a tax rate that they adjust. They, they, you know, tell you what your, your property tax is going to be. So if I, if I get in there, I'd like our property taxes to stay the same. So if that means, let's just pretend um, the, rate, the rate right now is 1%. So um, if you're paying somewhere around $2,000 on your property right now, I would lower that percentage down to keep that, that payment the same. So if we had to change the rate from 1% that, you know, you were paying five years ago, $2,000 of, then we would change it to half a percent or whatever equals, um, whatever equals that um, value that you're paying. We don't want to keep it at 1% because your property value doubled or tripled. So how are people Mm going to afford to feed their children or their family or go to work or any of that stuff if, you're paying two to three times the amount of property tax than you were three years ago. So, so that's one thing I think we can, we can do. So, it, you know, the property tax is dramatically increasing everywhere because of global issues like uh, the war in Ukraine, which is, you know, contrived at best. And, uh, and then China has taken over the oil industry in Canada, too, thanks to federal laws like the Foreign Investment Protection Act that uh, it, yep. it was originally brought in by Stephen Harper in September of 2012, and then Justin Trudeau, who you know I I call I I've hardly used that name for a long time now. I call him Blackface. So um, <laughs> you know he's he's dressed up several times in different costumes, whatever community wants to you know impress or or you know flock yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. So, um, so, anyways, uh, Crime Minister Trudeau finalized this Foreign Protection Investment Act, or sorry, Foreign Investment Protection Act, uh, in 2016, and that was one of the first things he did as, as I call him, Crime Minister. So, um, well, right, and, and and for folks who don't know that that act, it allows Ca- uh, China to station its troops on Canadian soil, and there's no limit on the amount of investment they can inject into Canada. They can buy up the whole country now, thanks to Harper and Trudeau. So, 
they, yeah, we can thank them, and and they're all part of this this group, like Paul Martin yep. as well. You know, these guys don't just get oh, yeah. in there because they're they're good people or you know, they've worked hard. They're part Quite of the opposite. Football, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and you know, there's a lot of children that go missing every year that never get found. So um, you don't get into the club by being a good guy. But anyway, so I digress here, Kevin, and uh, so well, point, it's, a, it's all connected. Yep, it is. Go ahead. It is in a big way. So point four for my local municipal candidacy, um, I I want to create a bylaw or eliminate the bylaws. Um, that have been put in, and I want to have the option for old and new residents to be off the grid and not tied into water or wastewater or hydro, because I, I believe that you cannot just build a house and not have it hooked up to hydro, water, and wastewater uh, right now. You, it, right. It's, it's mandated or, or a bylaw that you have to be on the grid. So... I don't know exactly how I'm going to change that, but that will be something, that will be a priority for me. So um, number five is um, chickens in the backyard or, or you know, um, small livestock within right. the, the town boundaries uh, for, for food purposes for the most part. So um, chickens in the backyard, and I know there's other communities that have enacted those bylaws, so... Um, that's something I'd like to, to bring in. And then the other thing, the last thing uh, right now that I've kind of thought of is we're going to be eliminating bylaws. Whatever doesn't make sense or harms people or just just is like an overreach of government authority, right. uh, we're going to strike those right out. So, yeah, so that, that's These kind of fantastic. my last one. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and, you know, you're kind of embodying what we always talk about there, Kev, and that is, you know, how you decorporatize a society is people have to take responsibility to govern themselves, and you've got a program right there of how to do it. So I really congratulate you, and I want to urge everyone to come down. I know you're having a rally July 1st. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, every year, um, other than kind of through COVID, uh, the, the village in Newberry has put on a uh, Canada Day celebration, and it's, it's really good. You know, there's, uh, it, it's a big uh, community gathering, and, uh, yeah, we, we are going to uh, be down there with, with our new uh, Southwest Ontario People's Assembly, and we're going to raise the flag of Canada, and uh, we're going to have a little... Uh, ceremony right. and celebration and uh, we'll be doing some speeches down there and informing people about the republic and giving some history and background and and you know just going through uh what the republic is and talking about that and so i had mentioned all those uh uh the the platform that i was going to be running on well it, it bleeds right into uh the republic and the ideology right. behind that as well so I'm really hoping uh, that the community, uh, you know, comes together and starts realizing, hey, this this framework that you have helped create, Kevin, is is really where the future of of uh, um, of our country needs to go because uh, it's right there. You've you've literally written the book on it. So Friday, July first, 
Actually, we're renaming that across the nations. We're uh, calling that Kanata Day. We're renaming them. We're having flag raisings all over in in five different districts now in in Canada. We're having flag raisings that day, and people are going to take um, swearing in ceremony. They're going to take the oath to the republic. And for people who don't know, um, you can see it if you go to republicofcanada.org under oath of citizenship. You're disavowing your oath of allegiance to Queen Elizabeth, that convicted criminal who lives in London, and you're taking your your oath, your pledge to the republic and to its laws and jurisdiction. That puts you outside the, the jurisdiction of the system, and they can't touch you at that point. It's worked. We use it all the time. We show the cops our citizenship cards. I've yet to see them not back off. So it's uh, it's a great time to do this. Friday, July 1st, 1 p.m. in Newbury, Ontario, at Newbury Park, which is Broadway Street. Fantastic. You must be really getting pumped up nowadays, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I hope uh, I hope anybody in the area here comes down uh, July first at one p.m. and uh, comes and supports the Republic of Canada. And uh, really, uh, you know, if you got questions or you're you, you know you're wondering uh, how you can be involved, this would be a really good day to come down and uh, talk to people who are. We're starting our own Southwest. Uh, uh, people's assembly right here right you know july 1st it's it's happening so um yeah so the other the other thing is is we're also doing a uh, july 9th um rally at harris park in london as well so um if you can't make it out to newberry on the first you can come out on the 9th in london at harris park and that'll be at 1 p.m too i believe right kevin that's right, 1 p.m. at Harris Park, Saturday, July 9th. That's 530 Rideout Street, Street in Street North in London, Ontario. And again, remind folks, London uh, and Toronto were the two spots where our rebel ancestors marched. We were trying to overthrow the British crown. It's a very important area historically for the whole tradition of a republic in, in Canada. We're reviving that tradition. And... Um, I want to, you know, and that, I'm going to take a short little break here. We're going to play a clip from a guy, actually probably a guy after your own heart, because I know you're a musician too, Kev, Utah Phillips. He's an old uh, folk singer from America, and he's talking about why he doesn't, he believes in self-governance. Uh, he's passed now, I think he died a few years ago, but he believes in work democracy, direct democracy. We're going to listen to him for a few minutes for a bit of inspiration. Then we're going to come back and talk more about the, the assembly and other thoughts you might have, Kev. Okay? All right. Here we go. Ammon Hennessy, besides wanting me to become a pacifist, wanted me to learn how to become an anarchist. It was a word, like most people, I was afraid of because it always meant violence and chaos. Uh, it never occurred to me that the, the capitalist system is violence and chaos decade after decade. It certainly is today. I didn't know what he meant, though. Uh, Ammon hit well, you know. Ammon, besides having to deal with my capacity for violence uh, when I first hit the Joe Hill House there in Salt Lake City, you um, had to deal with a lot of violence in that house. There were a lot of Second World War vets um, that had come back, broken people, a lot of them alcoholics. And it was always stuff getting broken up and people getting broken up, and and Ammon dealt dealt with it in, in very very creative and very compassionate ways. Ammon said, since I didn't know if I could still live in the country anymore, he said, you know you love the country. 
You love the country. You go in and out of town, and you come back with these uh, wonderful songs about uh, people and places. You know you love the country. And he quoted Mark Twain, a loyalty to the country always, loyalty to the government when it deserves it. Yeah, I do love the country very, very much. He said, "What you, you don't love the state. You know, you love the country, but you can't stand the state. Now, get it straight, you know. It was an essential distinction that I had been neglecting. Well, then... Having established that firmly in my mind, uh, he said, well, he, he, he got me onto the notion that anarchy isn't a noun but an adjective that defines the tension between moral autonomy and political authority, especially in the area of combinations, whether they're going to be voluntary or coercive. Most of us are born into highly coercive combinations, a marital combinations, boss-employee, student-teacher, parent-child. These are combinations which we inherit. They're culturally compelled. We are not the architects of these uh, combinations. We don't have any choice in them. He said all we ever wanted to do is to be be centered enough in ourselves that we could come together and create voluntary combinations, non-coercive combinations of which we are the architects, which define our needs as we see them and not as they're defined for us. Well, yeah, he said, if, if you and I can agree that we will both do our share of the work of the world, that's the, the, the work around the Joey Hill House. If you and I can agree that we will only take what we need and put back what we can, if you and I can agree that we'll care for the afflicted, and mostly if you and I can agree that we won't hurt anybody, all the things you can't get from the boss and from the state, then we can begin to build between us that voluntary combination and get the work of the world done without the boss and without the state. Well... I've said that to so many young people, especially lately, who get this idea that that anarchy is some kind of nihilism. Oh, you can't tell me what to do. No anarchy. You've got to tell yourself what to do because you've got to learn to become your own best government. And believe me, you can do it better and cheaper than they can. What I tell my young friends is your job in the world is to find out what you're what your real work is, your real work. Work's what you do for yourself. Toil's what you do for somebody else. And you're going to, that work is what's going to satisfy your soul. That work is what animates you, which, which permits you to live in the exercise of your own unique and specific virtue. Now, you're going to take a lot of dumb jobs. You're going to take a lot of jobs that you don't like or jobs that, that, that take you nowhere. You're going to pay maybe a dumb wage. You could have a good boss or a bad boss, but the boss is the boss, and you can't laugh off that curse. But if you do, do, those, those, do that toil, you're going to take part of the money and part of the time and use it to acquire tools and skills that enable you to do your work. And you've got that. Someday you're going to pick up the phone and call in well. And you're going to start to do your work, put your work in the world. And there's something you find out you can't do by yourself. You find other people who are like-minded, who want to do the same sort of thing. And you come together and you make that voluntary combination. I always wanted to write that old man a song. Not about him. He was vain. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. But something mulched up out of his thought as an anarchist. And we're back. Fantastic. It, 
you know, the, the, the whole philosophy of being your own government, but in, in voluntary combination with each other. Beautiful, you know? So it should be. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know if you've ever heard of him or, Kev, if you've ever heard of Utah Phillips or the whole anarchist I, movement. No. Well, I've heard of the anarchist movement, and yeah, like like he said at the start there, you kind of think it's like total chaos, and, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, they, they want you to, to think, you know, there's, it's all violence and uh, uh, no no structure to it, but it's kind of the the opposite of uh, of that. Really, it's it's you taking uh, power into your own hands and and you know being responsible for for your actions and you know what right. what you want with your life. So yeah, it's it's a great you know, idea. It, when you break you break down words, and you know, in our Kamala and Republic training workshops, one of the first things we talk about is the meaning of different words. And when you look at anarchy, it's from Greek word, archos. But, uh, the archons were like the authorities who run things that who you can't see. Anarchos means no big authority. It just means nobody ruling over you. That's what anarchy means. But then that means you've got to do it yourself. And that's this is the hard part. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this from your experience and what we're facing, some of the obstacles in building a republic from the grassroots. What holds people back from doing that? And, um, you know, it's like we, we find this time and again in our assemblies. We gather, as we're going to do with the Southwest Ontario People's Assembly, and 12 or more people are going to sign a charter. And then, and then being at those moments when it happens, they sign the charter, we all applaud, we hug each other, we go, great, we're in assembly. Now we're going to pass laws and enforce them. And that's when people kind of go, uh-oh, I mean, I have to? <laughs> you mean we might face an assault for doing this? We might face a counterattack? For just saying we're the law now, not the state. So, what do you think about that? What are, from your experience, some ways maybe around that? And because these are real issues we're going to face that when you step out and start creating an alternative, right? Yes, yeah. So, um, even even if or in my own group, I talked about them uh, the last uh, um, interview we did, Kevin, uh, the Community Support Alliance. Um, it's very hard. To, to get a group of like-minded people to, mm-hmm. to function together. And I don't know why that is, but um, we, we've grown up in this box, this ideology box, and, and it can be, uh, it can take many shapes and many forms. It's, it's, people are very uncomfortable to go outside of their, their little box that they got brought up in. And, you know, if you keep a dog in a in a pen um they, they long enough they don't like being out of that pen and they'll go right back in that that pen and it's like what are you doing there you're you're free to go the world is yours and that that they right. get in this comfort zone so it's it's very hard um you know um well i, I find a lot of the people who watch tv um are, are scared and and they just they, yeah. they they can't think for themselves you know so um, it's funny, funny you mention that because um, I, I always do a, poll, a straw poll, and time I would say nine times out of ten I'll say to people who are at assembly meetings, "Do any how many people here regularly watch TV?" And nobody will put their hand up because they have the time on their own to think their own thoughts and not be bombarded. Because that's what television is, like the iPad or the internet. They're electronic weapons aimed at our our brainwaves to induce an alpha wave state of conformity and semi sleep. And you know it's. So when you meet together, and this is the beauty of 
forming the assembly, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, when you come together with people face-to-face, that's when you get your power, just like being on the land, like you were saying. Um, you know, your own community garden, getting your hands dirty together. You're building something, and you're energized in a way that no matter of talk on the Internet can do, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's all about uh, being together and, and speaking together and, and you know, right. having your, your hearts and minds and souls um, influence each other, you know, and, and hopefully, right. uh, you know, if people can realize that and start speaking with their neighbors and, you know, everybody has different ideas, but we all want the same thing at the end of the day. You know, everybody wants to, wants to love their family and have a good night's sleep and eat and drink, you know, like, right. so we're, we're, we're way more, we have way more things in common than we do, um, indifference, you know, so. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's the basis of a common law jury saying 12 people can come to the truth about a case 12 people can sign a charter and govern themselves with more than 12 eventually, but 12 to start. I've noticed you made some notes here about forming the Southwest Ontario People's Assembly. Do you want to, let's go over a few of those and talk about some of your ideas for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, thanks to you, you've, uh, kind of spread this, this idea, um, across the globe, not just our nation all over. And, uh, so, uh, the first point I have here is um, that that when we form an assembly under the Republic of Canada, our assembly can pass its own laws. And you you wrote a really good uh, book called the Common Law Training Manual, which it's around a hundred pages, and uh, it just has so many good ideas in it that people can refer to. You know, I think so. We were talking about people. Um, being uncomfortable and, and you know, um, insecure about their own ideas and their own person. But it, when they can hold something in their hands and read it and kind of understand, help them understand it more, I think that is one of the first steps. People are always looking to for direction and, you know, for, for um, people in their lives or elders, especially the natives, right? Like they, they all respect their elders so much and, we locked our elders in nursing homes and weren't even going to go see them mm-hmm. when they were dying, you know? So um, you, that's one thing that we have to do is, uh, you know, we can make our own laws and uh, we can have votes on them and we can change them if they don't work. We, we you know, we can have right. this assembly and come together as a community and work out what is best for the community. And, and those laws can also hold people accountable like you have as well, so they're not—they're not just uh, you know community building laws. They're—they're they're, uh, actionable laws as well that we can hold. Well, uh, I'll give you an example of that in in uh, Parksville, which is one of the wet Vancouver Island communities where we first had an assembly. We passed a bylaw saying COVID measures cannot be imposed on anybody in our municipality, and if you do it, we're going to prosecute you in our in our assembly, which was functioning like a court. I remember going to the Mounties there and showing them that, and they looked at it and said, well, this is passed by, by like a referendum. That's their mental framework. That's the only way they can understand. And I said, yeah, it's the will of the people. And he didn't say anything, but he looked kind of nodded respectfully, and kind of the idea was okay then, right? And the police are very approachable when you approach them as human beings on the basis of law and not 
what passes as the system now, which is just rule by decree. Everybody has to do it because a few bureaucrats tell them to, right? I don't, you know, we're given another example here, and, and you can get the police on your side once you set a, a different example of what to do, right? Yeah, and uh, that is also going to come into play um, with this, uh, with all these violations, um, um, you know, personally and and uh, nationally, provincially, you know, in, mm-hmm. in this in this so-called country here. So, um, yeah, like when we uh, form this assembly, I think we'll be able to take action against these people who, you know, they've personally locked me in jail for 14 and a half hours and and denied me um, my right to to speak with a lawyer. and, And for, you know, a while, I didn't even know what I was charged with in there. So, uh, So we can form our own court. And we can prosecute violators of of our laws, of the Republic of Canada's right. local laws and common laws. So that's important, um, you know. And you, as I said before, you have this framework right there. We just need people to take the initiative, and and you know, it's not just going to be a switch that you flick on and everybody understands it. This is a long term thing. Like um, I, that's one thing. I noticed with my community support alliance, people just want to see that it works and just think that, oh, somebody else will do that. So, uh, you know, we don't have to do it. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a frustrating point. Um, and I'm sure, uh, you know, to walk a mile in your shoes, you'd, you would be, uh, you know, you'd have a hard job. So um, kudos to you, Kevin, for what you've been doing. So um, the other thing is, that we can do once we form our own court is we can prosecute the violators of these laws. Um, mm-hmm. We can help to cultivate our own communities without corporate interest. I, I don't know how many of you out there listening right now know that your town, your village, your city, um, your, your municipality is incorporated. It's literally incorporated, which, which takes the responsibility off of the individuals who are in that corporation and making the rules for that corporation, they can turn around and walk away. Oh, we, you know, we made a law that violated your rights, or we made a law that, um, you know, maybe possibly killed somebody in your family. Well, we're not right. responsible for that. So that's um, the purpose. This- it, it, that's the purpose of a corporation. When you look at the history of it, the first corporation in history was the Church of Rome in the year 315. Uh, and, and what it did is it creates, you know, the LTD limited in a company's name. It means the liability of the corporate officers are limited, which means like in life, there's unlimited liability. We're always responsible and liable for what we do to another. But in a corporation, the officers, whether it's the head of the government, the churches, the military, Pfizer, pharmaceutical, they can do whatever they want within the corporate shell and they never have to, they can never be prosecuted. So it's a, it's a system set up to allow criminals to operate legally. That's what a corporation is. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if you and I tried to do a quarter, a small 1% of what these criminals in these corporations do, we'd be in jail yeah. forever. You know, like I, I had right. talked about Paul Martin's uh, shipping company. You know, we, yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we can't grow a lot of these um, 
tropical drugs that uh, people are overdosing on and um you know they got to come in from somewhere so but that's I, i'm digressing there but i mean it, it's obvious yeah. when you when you kind of understand uh what's what's going on there you know it's you can see you can see these people in these positions and they're there for a reason and it's not to be good people or su- support and grow their community so um well, it's like you. The, I'm sorry. I just want to say the old saying is uh, society is like a melting pot because in a melting pot, everything on the bottom gets burnt and there's scum rises to the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's our society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's 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 global, right? You look uh, like. Yep. I mean, just go ask the natives, right? They've been dealing with it for for hundreds of years, so. Um, they yep. figured out what what actions work and what they can get away with, and now they're applying it all over the world. So, so right. this this republic, this southwest people, uh, uh, southwest Ontario People's Assembly, we want to grow a society and in which we can have a true democracy and open government. And that that you know, you you heard that earlier in the interview. That was my first point for my platform in running here uh, in Newberry. So. Um, and and with all this responsibility comes education. You know, we have to educate uh, our people of the republic and who who are outside the republic. You know, that's we need this global conscious mass awareness level to rise everywhere. You know, and and, and there's a lot of I see a lot of similar groups to what you're doing too, Kevin. So the idea is, is is people are breathing it and smelling it in the air all over the world. Oh, yeah. so It's it, true. It, and as a matter of fact, early July, these first three days in July are so significant. We've got your rally in Newbury on July 1st. We've got Saturday, July 2nd, the first gathering of the Southwest Ontario People's Assembly. And then the next day, Sunday, July 3rd, we have the first international conference call of the Republic Alliance, which is people now in 12 countries who are get, coming together to, to create a whole international network of people like in our republic, sovereign common law republic assemblies all over the world, new nations forming. It's kind of like our answer to the corporatocracy and to the corporate-run United Nations. The people are can join hands across the borders. That's how we force the Pope out of office, United Survivors of Catholic Crimes. Now we're doing the same thing on a bigger level. So this... The first weekend in July is really great, and I should also say July 15th is the 10th anniversary of the beginning of our International Common Law Court of Justice in 2012 that forced Ratzinger and the Queen and everyone out of office. Um, and ironically, it sold 30 years to the day that I arrived in Port Alberni to start all this work, you know, exposing the genocide that I, I wasn't aware of at the time, but... It all started 30 years ago on July 15th. So isn't it amazing, the synchronicity of, of this month? That is, July. that is, that's a special, special thing right there. Special time, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing, Kevin. Um, it, it, it all starts with education, right? If we can all talk and have an open dialogue and, and open minds, you know, people are so closed-minded that they just, they, they're boxed in, and they're almost TV boxed in. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. get your mind out of the, out of the book that you, you graduated with, or you have a little certificate on your wall that says, you know, I know everything and nobody else knows anything. It's, 
We need right. um, open-minded intelligence, right? Just because you're educated doesn't mean you're intelligent. So Yeah, that's the whole thing. You, you mentioned Mark Twain earlier, uh, or somebody did, um, and the saying from Mark Twain is, I never let my schooling interfere with my education, which I think is so true. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good point. So, um, yeah, so education. And, uh, you know, you have these books. I encourage everybody to go uh, get the Common Law Community Training Manual, as well as um, the, uh, um, oh, sorry here, Kevin. Um, you're the Case for Canada, the book about Canada, the Republic. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, you know, um, we can also create our own currency, too, which... Um, that's something that it will eventually come. There's a need for that as well because we we need to get out of this um, this artificial currency that is backed up by nothing except for whatever they deem you know they want to put the zeros behind. So yeah, and, and uh, we find one of the things we do too in the we need citizenship schools. We need to start schools when our children are five six years old to raise them with the right kind of knowledge to be people of the earth, free, self-governing people of the earth. And um, one of the, the tools in that is we often get people to just read the case for Canada and then do a little study group on them, talk over the ideas. The Constitution is not written in stone. It can be amended. New things can be added to it. But, you know, I urge everyone listening in to go to republicofcanada.org, start reading this stuff. Uh, we're going to have copies of these books available for anybody who becomes a citizen. And, uh, again, write to Republic National Council at ProtonMail.com. Uh, Kev, we've got just over five minutes left. Our hour goes pretty quick. But um, mention anything you haven't so far, and, again, what would you like people to do in terms of supporting you and the campaign and all that? Well, um, uh, well, the, I think I got a pretty good sum on the, on the community here. You know, I've always been pretty active here. Um, I, I would like people to uh, to to listen to. There's there's a couple names I, I'm going to mention here, and uh, people should look into them. Um, this lady I met um, through Telegram. Her name's Sandy Glaze, and she she is an amazing woman. She's really speaking the truth, and she's very active. So if you're on Telegram, uh, check out Sandy Glaze. She did an amazing interview with Stu Peters. So um, that. There's two names right there. Um, you know, check them out. Uh, go to, to Kevin's website, therepublicofcanada.org. That's all one word. And, and spend, you know, 45 minutes or two hours going through his documents and, and uh, understanding them because I, I've had to read them over and over and over just so I could, you know, kind of grasp everything because I can't just read something once and then just know everything about it. Personally, there are some out there who can, but um, get get involved with Kevin. He's very approachable. Um, you know, uh, write to him at angelfire101 at protonmail.com and start your own assembly. You know, there's lots of help, and it's only growing and growing and growing. So um, if you're in the Newberry area on July 1st, please come down to the Newberry, Newberry Park. Uh, at 1 p.m. on uh, on July 1st, and uh, you know, come come speak with us because we'll uh, 
we'll be down there answering your questions and, uh, you know, passing out pamphlets and we're going to raise the flag. And, uh, on the, on the yep. 9th in London as well at Harris Park in London, Ontario, um, we're going to have an, uh, we're going to take an oath to the Republic too. There's going to be, uh, lots of us, uh, swearing an oath to the Republic and we'll be spreading the word of the Republic of Canada. It's, it's such a, uh, an amazing thing that, uh, you know, Kevin, you've, you've ushered in here. And, uh, uh, like I said before, the important thing is, is for people to understand that, uh, this is not just a overnight thing. This isn't something that you're just going to understand in an hour right. or so, you know, um, it, we're, we're a disposable society. You know, we, we just use things and throw it out and that's what kind of people have been conditioned to over, you know, the last 150 years. And, uh, you know, we have to take power back. We have to take it into our own hands and we have to be accountable for our own actions and help. We need to help, help people and help the children and especially the children who aren't even on this planet yet. You know, seven generations from here, we need to be thinking of every idea that we speak of needs to be you know, right. thought of for those seven generations. So, so thank you so much, Kevin, for uh, giving me this platform and helping me as much as you have so far. And uh, you know, this this is a long term fight here. It's yep. not an overnight it is, and that, that we're just going to flick on. I, so, I love your knowledge about growing crops. You know, it's like we wouldn't think of scattering seeds on the ground to expect instant corn or wheat. And yet people do that these days. They say, well, let's see it. I'm not going to try until I see it. Well, it's not going to be there unless you help build it and put love and work into it as you do children or crops. So, Kev, I've loved having you on. Please come back, uh, fellow citizen and leader of the Republic as you are. Um, we're going to end on, um, well, to remind folks, republicofcanada.org, murderbydecree.com. Republic National Council at ProtonMail.com. We'll send out organizers into your area. Just write us. And we're going to end on a really beautiful song from the American Revolution, from the Green Mountain Boys, who are the folks who lived in what's now Vermont, who took up arms against the British long before the shots were ever fired at Lexington and Concord. And there's a beautiful line in there. I'm going to just read it. We owe no allegiance. We bow to no throne. Our ruler is law, and the law is our own. Our leaders themselves are our own fellow men who can handle the sword or the scythe or the pen. It's beautiful, self-governance. Kev, we'll see you again really soon. And for all of you out there, take the pledge, take action in your own name, reclaim the world for all of our children and those to come. This is Kevin Annett, Eagle Strong Voice, Kevin Dervisher for the Republic of Canada. We'll be back next week.